Hud one, hud two, it's time to go. We come through on fourth and inches, and we'll stop until we scope. Had the game ahead, locked and put it in the figure four. We ain't worried about a hater, baby, we just build and grow. The Joe and Joey show, football, b-ball fights, pick a topic like Khabib on his run. Yeah, they tried, but couldn't stop us. Watch us, yeah, we rockin', hot as Puerto Rico, we the wave. Go on and place your bets, check the over-under, we the fade. Yeah. It's no debate, we the greatest, but we debating your favorites. Greater raising points of discussion, then we push it. Feeling like Michael Jordan with the Bulls. Feeling like I'm about to raise KG with the Timber Bulls. I'm getting pulled in all kinds of directions. To the game, yeah, you know that that's the best one. So just watch or just listen to the guys. Tune in to the show. Joe and Joey on the ride. All right, podcast episode 29. Let's get right into it, Joe, okay? Let's go. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit of UFC first. What is this? UFC 295 Prohaska versus Pereira. We just watched a lot of game tape, a lot of film on this fight. Um, Alex Pereira is going into this fight as the minus 125 favorite. Yuri is a plus 105. They're both coming off wins. This is for the light heavyweight title. Who do you got? Alex or Yuri in this fight? It's close. The odds, uh, you know, it looks like Vegas has them as, you know, it's kind of like a pick them. I'm going to go with Prohaska, 29 and 3 with like 28 finishes. So this guy's the real deal. You know, the concerning thing, I think, is he he keeps his hands down a lot. So obviously, Pajeda can catch him and knock him out. Can catch him and knock him out. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are thinking thinking is going to happen which is why the line has moved in favor of Pereira a little bit and plus Yuri's got that wide wide ass karate stance and everybody thinks since Pereira's like an excellent kickboxer, kickboxer. hall of fame kickboxer is going to kick his leg off so I can see why Pereira is the favorite but continue on why you think Yuri's going to win yeah and every I agree with everything you just said and I think Prohaska is going to win just because you know he's he's more polished on the ground I think I don't think he's going to be able to just, you know, traditionally take him down. But uh, I think that's the big question mark, though. Is he going to use the the wrestling? Because yeah. he looked excellent in the Glover to Sheriff fight. His uh, jujitsu is incredible. Yeah, and I I felt like in that fight it was more defense. Like he wasn't initiating the takedowns in that fight. He was just kind of just reacting to what Glover was doing. But, but then he submitted Glover. Like yeah, one of the greatest submission artists in UFC history. Yeah, he, that so. was an insane fight. I don't, I don't think this fight is going to be as good as that one. But no, no. you know, he he kind of just wore Glover down throughout throughout the fight, which I think he can do in this fight too. Yep. But I'm I'm going to go with Prohaska. Obviously, the odds makers have it as a pick'em, so it's not you know nothing in the UFC is ever guaranteed. We saw Strickland was plus six fifty and. Got the win over Adesanya, so yep. mm-hmm. that's why we love the UFC. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm tailing. I'm going Yuri Prohaska as well. Um, Pereira didn't look great in his last fight versus an old Jan Blachowicz. Jan Blachowicz, 40 years old. He didn't look great, looked a little chinny. I, that's the thing what's stopping me from picking Pereira is his chin, right? He got knocked out viciously by Adesanya. And he looked chinny versus an old Jan Blachowicz, right? And he got taken down pretty easily. And he's old, man. Remember, our thing is fighters at over 35 yep. 
that's when they start to decline. We don't like fighters over 35. Right. That's why we picked Leon Edwards to beat Kamaru Usman in their last fight, the third fight, right? Because Kamaru Usman's old. He is old. And he's coming off a vicious knockout, right? So that's kind of what Pereira, he's coming off a vicious knockout from Adesanya. Look, Chinny versus Yeri or versus Jan Blockwitz, right? And he didn't look great in that fight, honestly. He didn't look great. Yeri's a better fighter than Jan. He's younger. He's 31 years old. He's fresher, in my opinion. You know, he's had the year layoff. I know a lot of people believe in ring rust, but I mean, this guy's like a, a Viking. He's a warrior. Yeri? Yeah, samurai. He's and got a chin and a half, too. Yeah, so. he really does. And and he's used to fighting at this weight, right? Yep. Like. Alex, you know, he came up from 185, and that's why he looked like he struggled a little bit. But I just think Yuri, he's, you know, he's done everything the right way. He gave up his belt because mm-hmm. he didn't want to, you know, hold it as the injury. He just seems like, you know, he's he's mentally prepared. You know, we saw he, mm-hmm. he sat in a dark room for three days with no food. Yeah, that's wild. That guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this guy's just a different... I think you have to be that kind of guy to be Alex... Right now, even though Alex is getting old, like we're talking mm-hmm. about, but I think he's just poised to come in, get his belt back, and you know, honestly, I I think he can win in numerous ways. I think he can submit him. I think I he can knock him out. Too. I think he can knock him out. He yep. has, definitely has the power to do that. He's unpredictable. I like the unpredictable guys like this um, over more of like a point fighter like Alex. But I mean, Alex has knockout power too. So. Yeah, I've seen Yuri in multiple interviews this week saying he's going to mix up the martial arts, which I love to hear that. I think everybody that's betting on him loves to hear that. I mean, who knows when he gets in there because he wants to strike. You know, he's like a karate, martial arts, old school guy. But the unpredictability, you're right. I mean, that could definitely play a factor. I, I just don't like how he holds his hands too low, but he might adjust. Who knows? He's unpredictable, right? Yeah. He might just come out and take him down right away. Who knows? So um, I do love his cardio, too. He was, like, fresh, I feel like, going into the fourth and fifth round. Not, like, fresh, but he was a lot better conditioned in a five-round fight than Pereira was in a three-round fight versus Blakowicz. Right. So I feel like he has the chin on Alex. He's got the cardio on Alex. He's got the unpredictability, right? So I, I like I like Yuri in this fight. I I can see why a lot of people are taking Alex because of the leg kicks and the wide stance and you know the hands down, but I don't know. I you had a gut feeling with Justin Gaethje and Dustin Poirier. You went with your gut and Justin Gaethje and you were right on that one. And that's kind of how I feel in this fight. I just think Yuri's gonna pull it out. Yeah, and you know, it's it's different when people move up in weight class is different you know like alex fighting at 185 that's you know yuri is not he i don't think he ever fought at 185 right no and he's too big yeah he's too Too big big. yeah so i i just think it's difficult man it's difficult to move up in weight this is what his second fight at at this weight class not ranked at this weight class yuri's been there done that and i think he's just gonna come back and, and prove everybody wrong but i understand why the odds makers have it how they have it you know yep. they're thinking he i could see him come out come out slow too you know be a little rusty in the first second round but i'm pretty confident in that pick yeah i we got yuri in that fight 
we're contrarian to the public on that one, which I like too. I like you're getting Yuri at plus plus money plus one hundred. What is he? He's plus one hundred five. I, I like that yeah. a lot, honestly. So he's the younger fighter, the more athletic fighter, I, more unpredictable, better ground game. I I like Yuri, dude. Honestly, so yeah. We both got Yuri in that. The co-main event, the heavyweight fight. This fight is going to be brutal. Pavlovich versus Aspinall. Uh. Pavlovich is 18 and 1 and Aspinall is 13 and 3. Um Pavlovich a little shorter, 6-3, Aspinall 6-5, but he does uh Pavlovich has the reach advantage 84 to 78. I mean this this can go either way. Both guys are first round finishers. They finish everybody. How do you see this one going? I mean, you know, uh Pavlovich is 31, Aspinall is 30. So age isn't a factor like it is in the other fight. How do you see this one going? Both have a crazy knockout power. Man, my head is telling me Aspinall, but my gut is telling me Pavlovich. Pavlovich. Ah. So it's it's difficult. Like I, I keep going back and forth. So I mean, my head says Aspinall just because of the speed. You know, like he bounces around. We don't really see that from heavyweights. I feel like Aspinall is the conservative pick, right? Like if you're betting this fight and you've just watched like. A little bit of their tape and you've seen like highlights Aspinall is probably the more conservative pick because he's faster and we've seen him on the ground he's got uh, pretty good takedowns but uh yeah man that Pavlovich guy that guy hits like a truck so and he's built like a tank too I could see him stuffing those you know those takedowns and and really just keeping it you know standing up and he has I mean they both have the knockout power to just change the fight it with mm-hmm. with one even even a jab like their their jabs are so powerful that it could you know ring their bell a little bit I you know what I'm 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 going to say Pavlovich I think You're Pavlovich going with Pavlovich win. I think you're going to knock him out oh, man dude that makes me want to take Pavlovich I th- this is how I see this this going right I think Tom's going to come out the faster fighter and if he can't knock him out in the first, like, two to three minutes, I think Pavlovich is going to win, like you said. But it's all about it's all about the speed, right, for Tom Aspinall. He needs to get off those shots quick. He can't sit back. He's got to go for broke in the beginning, I believe, because if not, I think Pavlovich is going to dominate later in the first and in the second. Because and- Pavlovich has a chin, too. He can eat a lot of shots. He does. It, don't, the only thing holding me back in this fight is we don't know his ground game. What's his ground game like? I have no idea. At least Aspinall, like, I know what it is, right? I know he can take down. He's got good control. Strong guy. Took down um the big, uh, big tall Russian guy, Volkov. Took him down easily, beating him up on the feet. Man, this is, this is, t- this is a tough one. But the reach is crazy, though. Uh, Pavlovich, 84 to 78. Yeah, long ass reach advantage. So that's why I like him, man. So I you're just, going with Pavlovich. I think he's just gonna knock him out. But do you see it? Do you see it going that way? Do you see Aspinall getting the better of the early exchanges because he's got the speed? Yeah, I do see it going that way. But I just don't think. I think Pavlovich is gonna eat a lot of his shots. Um, if I'm, if I'm Aspinall, I'm trying to point fight. I'm trying to dance around for five rounds. Mm-hmm. Is it five or three? It, this is a five round fight because it's yeah, for it's, the um 
Interim belt. Interim belt, yeah, five rounds. Yeah, so I'm trying to dance. I'm trying to at least at minimum dance around the first three rounds, and then in the championship rounds, maybe try to get more aggressive. But I don't. I don't think you can just, you know, try to try to knock this guy out in in the in the early rounds because he's got a chin. I think he's just gonna eat it. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I don't like about Aspinall's game, because he's good everywhere. He's well-rounded, right? Good striker, speed, light. He's he's quick on his feet yeah. for a heavyweight, man. He bounces around like a flyweight yeah. or something. Kind of reminds me of um, Cyril Gaon a little bit. Bounces a little bit quick like that. Maybe more power than Cyril Gaon. Definitely a better wrestler than Cyril Gaon. But... I'm a better wrestler than Cyril Gaon. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no come on, bro. No, obviously I not. I gotta beat your ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> But um, I the thing I don't like about Aspinall is he keeps his chin up, right? Like when he's like one, two, chin up. Like he backs up with his chin in the air, yep. which I, I don't like that at all. And I think Pavlovich can capitalize on that. He can catch Absolutely. him. I mean, that guy, Pavlovich, he gets hit, but he takes bombs, bro. Like he took bombs from uh, Overeem. He took bombs from uh, Curtis Blades. Yeah. Derek Lewis, like... He, he this guy can take a hit, man, and those guys hit like trucks. And I don't know if Aspinall is gonna hit harder than those guys. Nope, I don't think he will. So yeah, I think you convinced me. the The line right now is a pick'em, but I think the conventional wisdom, the conservative chalk pick, is gonna be Aspinall, just because of what we're saying. He has the speed, and we know what his ground game is like. But I don't think he hits harder than Pavlovich and. Like Cejudo was saying, remember we watched uh, the Cejudo breakdown? He stays in a straight line and keeps his chin up. I think with a guy, if you do that against Pavlovich, you can get put out. So I like that. So let's go. I guess when we parlay this tomorrow, we're going to go Yeri and Pavlovich. Yeah. The yep. under, underdogs, right? Contrarian a little bit. Cause yeah. It, you know everybody's going to be on Aspinall. Yeah, everybody's going to. Well... It, it, right now, it's minus 110 on both. Is that what you yeah. got? Minus 110? Yeah, but I mean, like, not not the odds makers. I just mean the the gamblers, the bettors. They're going to see Aspinall always quick. You know, they're they're just going to say, oh, he, he's quick. He bounces around. He's going to catch Pavlovich. So I, I feel like all the money is going to be on Aspinall tomorrow. He's a great fighter. He is. I mean, I mean, this is close, man. But I think you convinced me on uh, Pavlovich. So going to go Yeri and Pavlovich. That's yep. contrarian because I feel like majority of the public is going to be Pereira and Aspinall. So we're on the opposite side of that. We're, we're going Yeri and Pavlovich. Right. I feel like that's definitely the riskier side. Yeah. Being on Yeri and Pavlovich. There's more risk on that, right? Because you know what you're getting with Pereira. You know what you're getting with Aspinall. But Pavlovich and Yuri are more wild card, in my opinion. Right. So we're gonna be on the dog side, huh? We're going both dogs, Yuri yeah. and Pavlovich. And it's and it's a pick 'em anyway. I know I know they are underdogs, but it's like plus one hundred, plus one oh five. It's not like a huge Man, Pavlovich, he has to he has to eat those shots early though. Cause he's he's gonna get tagged by Aspinall and Oh, absolutely. In, in the first like exchange, he's gonna get tagged for sure. Absolutely. Because he, does, he doesn't have near the speed. And if he's getting tagged like that, I don't know if he like going to take it. I don't know what he's going to do, Like honestly. 
What if Aspinall just has great cardio? Because these guys have never been five rounds. So we don't know like what the cardio is going to be like later. Right. But those Russian guys, they got cardio for days though. So And a chin and a half, man. They got two chins. <laughs> oh, man. You see, this this fight's harder for me, the Aspinall-Pavlovich fight, than the uh, Pereira and Yuri fight. Oh, yeah. It's way harder. I agree. Yep. I'm le- I- I'm leaning towards Pavlovich like you're saying, but I I don't know. I got I got to sleep on it, wake up tomorrow Saturday and it'll come to me. Yeah. But you're for sure going Pavlovich and Yuri. Yep, for sure. All right. I don't feel great about Pavlovich. It's just a gut feeling. Yuri's kind of a gut feeling too, but I feel way better about it than Pavlovich. Your gut feeling won you money uh Justin Gaethje over Dustin Poirier. Yeah. I was all over Dustin Poirier in that fight. I just thought he was a better fighter, but you called that one. Yeah, I, I, I mean the Gaethje fight. That I just felt like, and even his camp said it. He's not. He wasn't gonna be as reckless and take as many shots as mm-hmm. he did in the first fight against Poirier. And I don't think. I mean, you know, besides Khabib and you know a couple other guys, I don't think anybody can just stand and throw punches with Gaethje. Yeah, it's true. All right, so let's go. Let let's make a parlay. Let's go Yuri Pavlovich, and then one and a half is the rounds for Yuri and Pereira. Let's take the over on that. Yeah, you feel over one and a half? Oh yeah. Okay, so that'll be our parlay: Pavlovich, Yuri, and then the over one and a half for the Yuri Pereira fight. All right, that is our UFC parlay. But let's move on to some NFL now. Week ten, first game. Another Frankfurt game. Colts at Patriots. Uh, the line opened up one and a half Indianapolis, and now it is two. So the money's coming in on Indy. Who you got in this game? Don't feel great about uh, betting on, you know, lousier teams. You know, Colts obviously drafted Richardson, first-round pick, out for the year. Now it's it's Gardner Minshew, Minshew Mania. Uh, Jonathan Taylor got paid... Um, Mac Jones is, you know, just really struggling. Mac Jones is the worst fucking quarterback in the entire NFL. Yeah. Besides Tommy DeVito that's playing for the Giants, Mac Jones is the second worst quarterback. Easily. Yeah. And now they're calling for Bill Belichick's job. So with all that being said, I don't think Bill Belichick's quite done yet. I think he at least makes it to the end of the year. So I'm going to say the Patriots win for their coach. But I don't feel great about it. I'm going to go with New England. You're going with New England? Yep. Hold on. I'm pulling this up real quick. Yeah. Um. Bill Belichick, to me, is the most overrated coach. I don't even think he should be a Hall of Famer. I'm, I'm telling you straight up. That was all Tom Brady. I'm convinced that was 99% Tom Brady and 1% Bill Belichick. Yep. His record is 81 and 94 without Tom Brady, right? Bill Belichick's record with Tom Brady is 249 and 75. So he's lost more times, right, without Tom Brady than he has with Tom Brady. And he's been with Tom Brady for like 20 years, and he has more losses without him. So Bill Belichick is the most overrated coach of all time. He's a trash head coach. If Tom Brady did not fall into Bill Belichick's lap and Drew Bledsoe didn't get hurt, Bill Belichick would have been fired he would never be in the Hall of Fame. He would never have one ring, right? He didn't win anything before Tom Brady. Zero rings. 
He's never going to win anything after Tom Brady. And then the media is so garbage, right, with this whole Bill Belichick narrative. When Tom Brady left, everybody thought it was still Bill Belichick mm-hmm. because he had one decent year. They made the wild card with Matt Castle, and they lost. It doesn't matter. But look, as soon as Tom Brady leaves, he goes to a team that didn't even make the playoff and win the Super Bowl. What the fuck has Bill Belichick done? Yep. The guy did nothing before Tom Brady was about to get fired, right? Tom Brady falls into his lap by the grace of God. That was all the football gods. Right. And then he wins six Super Bowls. And look at him now with Mac Jones. He fuck he sucks. He can't yeah. do anything. He's the worst team in the NFL, two and seven. They just lost to Sam Howell at home. Yeah, I think at minimum, I don't know if Belichick's gonna get fired. I think Robert Kraft's has at least some amount of respect for him. I would fire him. But he I, sucks, bro. I don't think he can he needs to be the GM either. I think they need to bring in a GM, an experienced GM to draft the players. He's horrible at drafting players. Like you said, he, he sucks got, at coaching too. What is he good at? What is he good at? Without we have the evidence here. He's a defensive guy. He's a defensive backs coach, I believe. But he's not even good. Sam Howell's fucking lighting that guy up last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, what he's supposed to be good at. His team is not good at, you know, he's he's horrible at drafting players. Mac Jones, I thought, was a, was an extreme reach. I know they were desperate for a quarterback, but I just don't think they they draft the right players. You know, I know you were high on the corner out of Oregon. He's out for the year. He's good. Gonzalez is good. Yeah, that was a good pick. I mean, he doesn't completely miss, but I don't know. I, I think if I'm New England, I, I would move on personally, in my opinion. You know, you had a great 20 years with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, but the way the league is going now, you need offense. And so I'm I'm going, I'm trying to find the best offensive coach and bring him in and just start over from scratch with New England. Yeah, look, I'm going to say this again. Bill Belichick is the most overrated coach of all time in any sport, and it's not even close. His record without Tom Brady is 81-94. and 94. That's like four seasons, five seasons. With Tom Brady, he's 249 and 75. That's over like 16, 17 years, right? He's never won anything before Tom Brady. Sucked, was about to get fired. The football gods bless Bill Belichick with Tom Brady falling to him in the seventh round and Bledsoe getting hurt. They're lucky they didn't even cut Tom Brady. Goes on to win six Super Bowls just because of Tom Brady. Bill Belichick is never going to win anything after Tom Brady. He's not. He sucks. They're the worst team in the AFC right now. And shame on everybody that said Bill Belichick was good because he took Matt Castle to the playoffs. Bill Belichick sucks. He's overrated. I'm sorry. Give me the Colts. And I'm so glad to hear that because we, well, I mean, I hate the Patriots. Um, but but how can how can anybody say, right, with all the evidence that Bill Belichick is a good coach. I mean, he's not a good coach. Look at the evidence. Tom Brady carried that entire franchise. All the players say it. James Harrison says it. All the players that played with Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, they all say it was Tom Brady. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Bill Belichick. It's a player's league, man. I mean, football, basketball, whatever, you know, baseball, it's the players play, the coaches sit on the sideline and you know, try to do the best they can. But at the end of the day, the the players are going to be the ones winning you the games. But 
I, I mean, I just hate Boston as a sports fan. I love to see the Patriots do bad. I love seeing the Heat beat the Celtics in the finals, Eastern finals. I just cannot stand the the, the Boston sports fans. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth with them on Twitter all the time. So I love seeing the Patriots struggle and Bill Belichick get fired. I'd love to see that. Oh, he's getting fired this weekend. I'm making the prediction right now. Bill Belichick is getting fired after he loses to the Colts in um, Germany. Frankfurt. Yeah, he's getting yeah. fired. There's been reports. Robert Kraft, he's not happy. Because Robert Kraft knows. He's not an idiot. Smart guy. Billionaire. He knows Bill Belichick sucks. I mean, he sees it every day. He's like, man, why did I choose Bill Belichick over Tom Brady? I'm an idiot. You know he regrets that. Yep. Like 100% he regrets that. He's like, I went with this guy because everybody told me to go with this guy. I should have went with my gut. I should have went with Tom Brady. Yep. So Bill Belichick's getting fired this weekend after they get blown out by Gardner Minshew. Calling it right now. Good. Getting blown out. I, I, I honestly think that after last week, after losing at home, to Sam Howell and Ron Ron Rivera is one of the worst coaches in the NFL too. After losing to Ron Rivera and Sam Howell at home, like if I was Robert Kraft, I would have fired Bill Belichick and I would have cut Mac Jones last week. That's what I would have done. Yep. Because then you don't have to deal with that nonsense and then you're guaranteed the first pick in the draft for getting Caleb Williams. They wouldn't win another game. Yeah, and it's a deep quarterback class this year. And any you know top five pick is going to be better than... Mac Jones. Yeah. To me, the Patriots are the worst team in the, they have no talent. They have no skill position at all. Right. Ramondre Stevenson's like an average running back. Ezekiel Elliott's old, fat, and slow. Devontae they have Parker. Devontae Parker, who's trash. We're Miami Dolphins fan. He he's trash. He hasn't done anything. Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, he's average wide receiver. Like they don't have any good players. Yeah. And I think that's why Tom Brady left, is they struggled to put talent around him. I mean, they they were lucky with Gronkowski and Edelman, but that's... But that's how great Tom Brady is, right? He's throwing to Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, Chris Hogan. Like, these guys suck. Danny Amendola. But look what happened when they got him Randy Moss. They undefeated. had, like, the best season ever, undefeated. Yeah. When they got him an actual stud wide receiver. Yep. The bet He's the... I mean, psh. it's so obvious. I don't know why people are still trying to cap with Bill Belichick. Like, he's a decent coach. He sucks. But I got the Colts. Where are you going, Colts or Patriots? I, I mean, you just talked me into the Colts with, <laughs> with how bad. But I'll, I'll stick with the Patriots. I can see. Uh, I went with that mistake last week. Oof, that cost me bad. Yeah, I wouldn't feel great about it. I wouldn't put money on it. But I, I, I'll go with the Patriots. I'm going with Gardner Minshew and the Colts. <laughs> All right, next game. This is a good one. Browns at Ravens. The line opened up six. In favor of Baltimore, now it's moved to six and a half. The total's 38 and a half. Uh, who you got here, uh, Browns or Ravens? Got the Baltimore Ravens, man. Lamar Jackson, I think, has shifted into the the number one spot, or at least top three in MVP votes. He's having mm-hmm. a good year again, uh, kind of like how we predicted. Um, Cleveland, you know, Deshaun Watson's been hurt. They've been playing with a backup quarterback. Cleveland has an elite defense. Miles Garrett, first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, you know, secondary stout, D-line stout. Uh, but but I, I just think the Ravens, they're on a mission. They, you know, they're they're they have an identity. The Ravens have always had an identity under Harbaugh. And, you know, now with Lamar, the offensive line is is getting healthy. Um, receivers are, are healthy, Mark Andrews. But 
it's a division game. You know, division games can always be a lot closer than people think. I don't like that number. I think Cleveland can keep it, you know, like really close. You think they're going to cover? Yeah, I think Cleveland will cover, mm-hmm. but give me the Ravens to win. Yeah, I'm torn on this game. I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, the Ravens won in Cleveland earlier this year. But I just think the Browns' defense is going to win this game for them. You know, Deshaun Watson didn't play the first time they met right. up. But even though he's not having the best season, and he it doesn't look like he's going to go back to old Deshaun Watson, I am going to go with the Browns in this game just on their defense alone. I think their defense can carry them. Miles Garrett's having an outstanding year. In the in the uh, talks in the running for defensive player of the year should be. Did you see what he did to Trent Williams a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, Forty Nine. Trent Williams even said the guy's first ballot Hall of Famer. He's tossing around Trent Williams. Nobody does that. Mm-hmm. I do think the Browns' defense is going to step up this week. Um, the Ravens' receiving core is average. Yeah, I mean Zay Flowers is playing good, but Odell looks washed and Bateman looks washed. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball on this team, so they're going to have to do it through the air. But, you know, the Browns are coming off a, you know, good win last week. They are got a little bit of confidence behind them. Just going with the upset. It's a division game. It's hard to sweep in division when you're playing a team with a, the best defense in football. So it's just a gut feeling. I'm going to go with the Browns. Yeah, I mean, it's... I definitely think they're going to cover that number for sure. The six yeah. and a half. I, I, I think that's a lot, cover. especially as a division game. I just saw what Baltimore did to Seattle last week. And I I know Seattle, some people are high on them. But, you know, they're a playoff team. And they embarrassed Seattle last week. That's a big number. And it's a low total too. 38 and a half. So it's going to be a low scoring game. Yeah. So, I don't know. Give me, a, give me the Browns upset. Okay. Next game, Texans at Bengals. The line opened up Cincinnati minus seven, but has moved down to six and a half. Uh, Cincinnati. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals in this game. I just think they're rolling. I saw uh, Dave Portnoy put down a massive bet. I forget how much it was, but he put down a massive bet for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I think that's a good bet. Uh, Joe Burrow's healthy now. Uh, Jamar Chase looks incredible. The Bengals' defense is super underrated. They're yep. really good. They're like a top 10 unit. Um, I just I like how Joe Burrow's playing. The Bengals are on a roll. They beat the 49ers. They won last week versus the Bills. Two good wins. You know, everybody's high on the Texans because they saw C.J. Stroud throw five touchdowns, 400 yards. He's not going to do that this week. No. Give me the Bengals. I think they're going to win this game pretty comfortably. So yeah, I got the Bengals in this one. Yeah, I think it's no sweat on the Bengals. I think they're going to cover the number. Um, they're they're rolling now. It's hard to win in Cincinnati. Um, and like you said, their defense, they're built the right way. They Their defensive line, they get pressure on the quarterback. C.J. Stroud's going to be under a lot of pressure. I do like um, how the Texans are built, though, man. I think C.J. Stroud was the best quarterback in the draft this year. Oh, yeah, the Panthers are... Man, they they're crying right bad. now. Yeah. yeah, and so I, I like what the Texans did. You know, Laramie Tunsil is protecting Stroud, so that's that's a plus. I like I like what the coach is doing there. D'Amico Ryan's play for the Texans, but yeah, give me the Bengals. Bengals are rolling. They have impressive wins. Just beat Buffalo. 
beat the 49ers in San Francisco. So it, it looks, and I hate to say it because they're in the AFC and the Dolphins are in the AFC, but it looks like the Bengals are going at minimum back to the AFC championship game. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like that bet, uh, too, that Portnoy took on the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl and win. I like that bet a lot. I think they're rolling right now. As long as Joe Burrow stays healthy, I mean, sky's the limit for this team. Uh, T. Higgins ruled out in this game. Um, Nico Collins, questionable but doubtful. Does that change your opinion? Uh, not really. No T. Higgins? Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. If it was, if they were in Houston, then yeah, that I think it mean a little more. But at home, I don't think it's a big deal. Yep, Bengals rolling this one. Next game, 49ers at Jaguars. This is probably the game of the week. 49ers have lost three in a row, coming off a bye. The Jags are six and two. So the line opened up at three. It's still three forty-five. Is the total? How do you see this one going? Is Debo playing. I know the I know the Niners are a little banged up. Not sure. But continue your thought. I don't know if he's gonna play. Yeah, I, I like the Jaguars in this game. You know, San Francisco to Jacksonville, that's a, a really long flight. I think they're gonna have some jet lag. Jacksonville's rolling right now. You know, they're a top three team in the AFC. Debo yeah. is playing. Okay. Um, so yeah. I'm I'm gonna still stick with Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is is trending up. Um, San Francisco has some bad losses. Not to say that they can't turn it around and and get on another huge run, but Brock, Brock Purdy, you know he he had the concussion. He hasn't looked the same. And I've heard you say it a lot of times. Once you know rookie quarterbacks get game film, once the NFL learns their tendencies. Mm-hmm. They're not going to keep doing what they were doing. I mean, we saw it with Lamar. He had an MVP year, and then they kind of figured out his weaknesses. I think you're seeing that with Brock Purdy right now. Um, But San Francisco, they're built the right way. So I don't feel great about the Jacksonville pick, but they're at home. Um, Trevor Lawrence starting to get it together, not turning the ball over as much. And Jacksonville has an elite defense, which I don't think all of us Knew that coming into this year, we thought their defense was okay, but their defense is performing at a really high level. So give me Jacksonville. Yeah. I I think I'm going to go with the 49ers. Two of their three losses are not bad. At Cleveland and then the Bengals, to me, those those are good teams. Those aren't like bad losses. The Vikings loss. The Vikings loss loss was bad, but it's not like they got blown out. I mean, they lost by five points. Yeah, you know, it's a weird game. Thursday night football. I mean, you know, Kirk Cousins was still playing back then. Kirk Cousins, a good quarterback. I'm, I'm gonna go the the Niners though. You know, they got Chase Young to pair with That's Joey right. Bosa. They did. So I mean, their D line is just like insane. You know, they both played together at Ohio State too. That's insane. Sort of like teammates reunited. They still got Armstead. I mean, the defense is still the elite. Best. They get Debo Samuel back now, you know, so they got their full repertoire on offense. Let me see if Trent Williams is playing in this game because that's going to be big. Trent Williams is questionable, but probably going to play. He's going to play. Yeah. If you give me a full strength 49ers team, I'm going to pick the 49ers. Their D tackles questionable Hargrave, the guy they got from the Eagles. It's looking like he's going to play too. 
But yeah, you give me a full 49ers team, I'm just going to take them. I don't see them losing four times in a row. That That's very hard for me to see a team that stacked losing four games in a row. Especially them coming off a bye. I feel like they needed the bye. And that's going to you know definitely benefit Brock Purdy and Shanahan's going to you know, dial up some game plans for them. Uh, Jacksonville, they've won like four. They haven't lost since like the Houston game. They're rolling right now. But I, they got to lose sometime, and they're playing like a really good team. That's a good point, especially with the bye week. Especially with the bye week. I think the 49ers are going to win this game. Even the odds makers, even though they lost three in a row, they still got them favored by three in Jacksonville. So I'm going to go with the 49ers bounce back, win this game. I, I think it's going to be close. I'd probably say maybe 24-17, kind of game. But I'm going I'm going with the Niners. Uh Trevor Lawrence hasn't played great. He's played good, but I feel like they've won their games cuz their defense is elite and they're able to run the ball with ETN. Right. But he hasn't played like great. Hasn't really thrown a lot of touchdowns either. So I I don't know. I'm just going to go with uh the Niners in this game to win. Okay, we're pretty contrarian. All right, next game, Saints at Vikings. Josh Dobbs is now the quarterback for Minnesota. Got his first dub, too. Yeah. Last week Without versus the Falcons. The playbook, either. That's crazy. Um, The Saints, to me, are just... They're so average, man. Like, yep. th- this team is going to win the division by default and get annihilated by whoever they play in the first round. I'm calling it right now. Even though they're going to have that home game because they won the division, right? they're going to get smacked up. This team is full as gold. They they suck. Derek Carr's like so average, dude. He's he's not good at all. Like this whole offense is Alvin Kamara and throw it deep two or three times a game to Olave and Shahid, and like that's the whole offense. I feel yeah. like the defense is carrying this team. The Saints don't even score a lot of points. But in this game versus Josh Dobbs... I, they're just going to win because the Vikings aren't that good of a team. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think Josh Dobbs is going to do what he did last week against the Saints defense. Yep. Uh, I think PFF had Demario Davis, the middle linebacker for the Saints, ranked as the highest middle linebacker in the I, NFL this I would year. I'll check that for you right now. I think he is rated number one. Let me see. Number one rated middle linebacker. Yep. So, you know, middle linebacker, obviously... One of the most important positions on defense. They still got Cam Jordan on the back end of his career. Tyron Matthews on the back end of his career. But I just think the Saints have a better all-around team. Better O-line, better D-line. Yep. So give me the Saints. Number one rated left tackle in the league right now for the Vikings, Dereshaw. By PFF. An outstanding draft pick. Great pick. I think he's in his second year now. The Vikings are nailing their draft picks, man. Shaw, Addison's a stud. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. I love Hawkinson. I mean, that was a great pickup for them. They're, they're doing big things there. So They got Brian Flores. You know, they lost their whole defense. And everybody's sitting here saying, oh, you know, Eric Kendricks is gone. All these guys are gone. Then they hire Brian Flores, the defensive coordinator, and they're overachieving. Yep. All right, next game, Packers at Steelers. The opening line was three. Now it's three and a half in favor of Pittsburgh. 39 is the total. This game, to me, is unwatchable. Yes. I'm definitely not watching this game. This game is, I'll catch the highlights. Um, but this is on my short list of my locks of the week. I'm, I'm taking 
I'm taking the Steelers, man. The Packers, I mean, they suck, man. I thought they were going to be good in the beginning of the year, but they've played bad. I mean, their offense looks like shit. I'm just going to go with the Steelers. The Steelers are at home. They just beat the Titans by four. To me, the Titans are a better team than the Packers. Yep. So, and the Packers, if you watched that game last week versus the Rams with no Stafford, they could barely do anything versus the Rams. And they don't, uh, their whole team's like, they have no defense and no Stafford. And they were like struggling to win that game. Playing a much better defense with the Steelers, Mike Tomlin. I don't know. I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah, given the Steelers, man, they're at home. The Steelers are a complete different team. On the road, screw the Steelers. But at home, they're damn near impossible to beat. I will say the Steelers' offense is hot garbage. That shit is trash as fuck. You know they've gotten out yarded every single game, and somehow they're five and three. Yeah, and Tomlin, he's as loyal as it gets, man. He hasn't fired that coordinator yet. Everybody's calling for this guy to get fired. But it's like Kenny Pickett suck like he sucked. The first three quarters of the game, he sucks. Like he's garbage. But in the fourth quarter, he actually plays like somewhat good. Yeah. So And it's not like he doesn't have weapons either. Like coming out of college, Najee Harris. Najee was, Harris sucks. He's yeah. the worst running back in the NFL. It's it's a head scratcher for sure. I mean, coming he's out of college. He's so slow. He's slow, but he's big. He can catch. He can you know, run people over. He can jump over people. He looks like he's running in quicksand, Najee. <laughs> yeah. I do like George Pickens. I think George Pickens is a stud. They need to get him involved more. Um, Deontay Johnson is back. That's, you know, probably Kenny Pickett's go-to guy. Their O-line's not good, though. The Steelers? Yeah, that's the issue. The O-line is, is very suspect. Their center is almost ranked dead last, and their left tackle is almost ranked dead last. Their O-line is, is not good. Yeah, that that's that's the weakness of this team is the offense. But if you don't have an offensive line and you don't have a running back and you have good, they don't have elite receivers. They have good receivers. I mean, the offense just sucks. Like it's gonna suck. Yeah, but you know, against a team like the Packers, you can your defense can win you this game. I mean, T.J. Watt and that Alex Highsmith guy are at home. They're like. The best defense in the NFL when they're playing at home. Yep, and the Packers, they got a lot of people injured, man. No back Tiari IR. Jair Alexander's doubtful. He's not going to play. Quay Walker, the guy who had a pick six versus the Bears in the first game, he's out. I mean, this team's beat up. And the Steelers, they don't really have that many injuries. I mean, Fryer Muth. He's on IR and Fitzpatrick's not playing this game, but I feel like the the other side, the the Packers have it way worse. With yeah. Ag- Alexander and Bakhtiari, those are their best two players. They're not playing, so I, I like the Steelers in this game. I, Jordan Love's not that good. I thought he was going to be better than what he is. I mean, he shows flashes like he has a good arm, but he, he's not that guy. Yeah, and the receivers. I mean. You got to remember, these receivers were playing with Aaron Rodgers last year. I wasn't, I didn't think they had decent years with Aaron Rodgers, like Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Those are all like, you know, those weren't high draft picks coming out. I know Christian Watson was actually a high draft pick, but he played D3, he played at like North Dakota State. So, you know, he's a big, fast receiver. His hands are a little suspect. I, I wasn't huge on the Packers this year. I think Jordan Love obviously had to prove himself, and he hasn't done that. 
and the defense is now banged up. So they're yeah. Packers I bought I bought into the offseason hype with the Packers, but I was wrong on that one. But um, going back to this game, I I feel good with the Steelers. If anything, I like T.J. Watt to yeah. The guy makes plays every game. It's insane. I think he had a pick like <laughs> weeks ago too. The guy's yeah. insane, bro. Fumble recoveries for <laughs> touchdowns. He's probably got at least two touchdowns. This guy year. makes a big time play every single game. It's insane. Yeah. So does the other guy too, Highsmith, especially yeah. at home. Yeah, give me the Steelers. I mean, that game's unwatchable though. I'm not watching it. Nope. That that's good. That smells of like. 13 to 10 yeah, like or 10 to 6 7 to 9 yeah bro like <laughs> 10 to 3 or there's that game's going to be horrible dude all right next game Titans at Bucks both teams are 3 and 5 both coming off losses Tampa opened up as the minus 1 favorite now they're minus 1 and a half total is 39 how do you see this one going Will Levis starting quarterback yeah, of course for the Titans Tannehill out he's the, Will Levis is starting yeah it doesn't matter if Tannehill's out. He's still starting. I like Will Levis. Um, you know, played at Kentucky. My cousin coach is there now. Um, but but I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. It was 92 degrees out in Central Florida today. I was sweating my ass off today. Um, so I think that's a huge advantage for the Buccaneers. Um, you know, obviously Titans got Derrick Henry. He's a Florida guy. But... I think, you know, this Buccaneers team, they're on a losing streak, especially at home. But They're on like a four-game losing streak. Yeah. I don't – I mean, I could see them losing, but not to this Titans team, not to a rookie quarterback. I think it'll be close. I think the spread is like .5 or 1. It's 1.5 in favor of the Bucs. But they just lost a rookie quarterback last week, lost to C.J. Stroud. Yeah. C.J. Stroud's going to be a stud, man. But I think, I think they're going to win. Uh, Mike Evans has a great matchup. DeAndre Hopkins also has a great matchup, but I think they're they're a little bit better on both sides of the ball. Titans, I feel like, are starting the rebuild process. Traded their safety, Kevin Byard, at the trade deadline to the Eagles. Um, so I just think, you know, they were supposed to have this great run defense, the Titans, and then they give up like two, three hundred yards to the Colts. Um, he posted a reaction video to that. Um, Tannehill throwing that interception at the end. Don't remind me of that. Yeah. <laughs> Messing parlays up. So I, I don't feel – I'm not confident in either of these teams, but if I had to pick, I'm going to go with the Bucks. I will tell you that I'll let you in on a secret. Baker Mayfield is not good. Yeah. Like, he's not good. Like, he's been playing okay, but – It's just something about him, man. I don't know. I don't trust him. I, I've watched him the last couple of weeks, and he's he's – He's like all the way on the bottom of the spectrum starting quarterback, elite backup quarterback. That's where he is. Like he's, it's weird. Like he's just good enough to be a starter, but he sucks as a starter. He's like so the worst, it's like worst starter that you can have. He He's not good, man. Good college player. A good college player. But, but this is the NFL. Yeah, man. This is a tough one for me. I'm just going to go with the Bucks because I don't think they're going to go on a five-game losing streak. That's a lot. And I do think it's a tall ask for Will Levis to go on the road and... Come down to Florida in the heat and win. I win, don't, I don't but, I mean, Will Levis, he, lo- he looked good. I mean, even though they lost to the Steelers last week, he looks competent. Like, he's got a cannon of an arm. Really so has Hopkins and Henry there. 
His, you know, his draft comp was Josh Allen. He's not that big. He doesn't have the build that Josh Allen. He's got has. a cannon arm though. But his arm is super strong. He's really athletic. I mean, the Bucks secondary sucks. They got torched by C.J. Stroud. Maybe Will Levis just throws a bunch of fucking moon balls down the field to Hopkins and Hopkins. they win. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a good pick. This this could actually be a, a sneaky DraftKings game shootout game. Yeah, shootout. I don't. Total's thirty nine. I don't know. I'd take the over on that. I th- I see this game as like a twenty one seventeen kind of game, twenty one. I could see it going over eighteen, something like that. I don't know, but that would be over. So I'm gonna go with the Bucks barely though to win. All right, four o'clock games: Falcons at Cardinals. Kyler Murray's coming back for the Cardinals. Traded Josh Dobbs. There was reports that Kyler Murray could have played two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to throw him out there against. The Browns and they played another good team two weeks ago. So they brought Smart. him they brought him back for this game, right? Smart. What was that other game? God, what was that other game? Let me see. The Cardinals. Oh. <laughs> so they could have brought him back, right? Versus the Seahawks, right? So they, they sat him out there. They could have brought him back versus the Ravens, sat him out, and the Browns sat him out. It's a good spot to bring him back at home versus the Falcons. The Falcons are not a good football team. Uh, they suck. I, I'm going with the upset in this game. Uh, Kyler Murray, to me, is better than Desmond Ritter or Taylor Heineke. Absolutely. Even at 50%, the Cardinals are at home. I think they're going to be hyped up because they have a good quarterback now. I think uh, McBride and Marquise Brown are going to have big games this week. I think Kyler Murray's going to have a big game this week. Uh, I got the Cardinals winning, honestly. I, I got I got an upset. Atlanta's favored by one and a half. Give me the Cardinals at home. Yeah, I got the Cardinals. You know, Kyler Murray's a special, special talent. I think he was a top five pick in baseball as well. Um, and he flat out told the Cardinals, like, if you guys don't pay me, I'm going to go play baseball. So they pay Kyler Murray. He's got his money. He's healthy now. Special talent can run, can throw. Not the biggest quarterback, but but like you said, he's got chemistry with Hollywood Brown too. They played together at Oklahoma, won a Heisman Trophy there. Um, I think I think this team is is going to win at home, and I think they're going to keep Kyler around. I don't think they're going to tank for Caleb Williams or Michael Penix. The only thing that really worries me about this game is that the Cardinals have the thirty first ranked run defense, and that's what Atlanta does while they run the football. Yeah. So they can control the whole game on the ground. They're going to run all over this team. That's why Bijan's a great pick in DraftKings this week because the Cardinals have the worst run defense. Atlanta runs the ball. Yeah. So, And Atlanta, why are you <coughs> drafting Bijan Robinson with a top 10 pick and then giving more carries to Tyler Algier? Yeah, shit's crazy. They, I, I don't know. I think Bijan's going to have a big game this week. I mean, he only gets like 14 touches a game, like 11 to 14 which is definitely not, not enough. enough. This guy's a generational talent. He should be getting 30 carries a game. But I do think against the Cardinals, 14 could be enough because their run defense is just atrocious. Yeah. The worst run defense in the NFL. Top two worst. So I'm just not a believer in Desmond Ritter. At home, he's good, but on the road, he's a different player. Um, not proven. Kyler Murray's He's proven. not starting. They're starting Heineke. Wow. Okay. So Desmond They started Ritter's him last benched. week. So, yeah, Desmond Ritter sucks. Okay, yeah. I I saw that coming at the beginning. I thought Heineke should have been the starter this year. Um, so that changes my pick a little bit. I'm still I'll still stay with the Cardinals, but I actually do like Heineke with this team. 
They lost last week though with Heineke in there. Lost the in a shootout to the, the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even realize Heineke played in that game. I don't know. Give me the better quarterback, but I could see Atlanta dominating on the ground. I do think this game has great DraftKings potential. Forty three and a half is the total. The line keeps going up. You got Kyler Murray and Bijan. I I think it's a sneaky shootout game. Yeah, Cardinals Falcons. So I'm gonna go with Cardinals with the upset barely. Next game, Lions, <coughs> Lions at Chargers. Uh, Detroit opened at one and a half, and now it's two and a half. Forty-eight and a half is the total. I think that's the highest total on the slate. Um, how do you see this one going? Lions are coming off a bye, and the Chargers are coming off a good win against the Jets last week, Monday Night Football. It's an okay win against the Jets. <laughs> yeah, the Jets were like five hundred. Yeah, they beat the Eagles. So. Decent. I'm just messing with the Jets. I don't like the Jets either. <laughs> Decent one. <laughs> I don't like the Jets. I don't like the Patriots. And I don't like the Bills. But give me the Lions. You know, coming off a bye, they're healthy. They got St. Brown. Um, Jamison Williams is is finally back with this team. I think they're they're just starting to, to scratch the surface of the potential of this offense. Um, I know Montgomery's been out for a few weeks. I don't know if he's playing this week but give me the lions they're starting to i don't think they're at the level where i can put them in like super bowl contenders they're not that far along yet for me i think they're they're right there um i think the offense is good for the lions but i want to see their defense make a little more plays and and hold teams to a, a lower number but i i love the lions coming off a bye yeah, I'm torn on this game. I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the Chargers. The Chargers have been playing well their last two games, right? They beat the Jets, and then they beat the Bears also. I mean, those are like okay wins, but they beat them in spectacular fashion, right? Blew out the Jets, blew out the Bears. Their defense is playing a little bit better. Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa are getting rhythm and they are playing better. I think Khalil Mack is one of the highest rated DNs in football right now. Let me check on that. Khalil Mack. Yeah, I mean, on paper, the Chargers, we said it at the beginning of the year, on paper, the Chargers are like one of the best teams ever. Yeah, top 10 DN, pro football focus, Khalil Mack, he's playing really well. So, you know, uh, Kendricks is still there. He's playing, he's playing pretty good. I mean, I think they just, you know, needed some time to get into rhythm, but <clears throat> two blowout wins in a row. The offense is playing good. Give me the Chargers upset. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers are at home, right? <coughs> so, yeah, I'm actually surprised the Chargers are the underdogs at home. I thought it'd be a little bit closer <laughs> on the line, but Jared Goff going back home to California and playing in that, that L.A. stadium. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That'll be a good... That's... That's going to be a shootout 100%. There's no way that's not a shootout. Yeah, I love that game on DraftKings. I love golf this yep. week for sure. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Stack it up. Next game, this game is going to be a bloodbath. Uh, Giants at Cowboys opened up at 16 and a half. I've never seen a spread that high before. Now it's at 17. The Giants are starting Tommy DeVito. is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. I thought Mac Jones was the worst quarterback I've ever seen. And then I saw Tommy DeVito. Bro, this guy is beyond bad. He sucks. 
They gave they gave the ball to Saquon like 35 times last week because he can't throw the ball. Good. They need to. That's how they made the playoffs last <laughs> year. I I'm taking the Cowboys and like uh this is gonna be like bad. This is gonna be like an NFL team versus like a high school college team. This is gonna be like a 50, 40, 50 point win for the Cowboys. Yeah, I could see that. But I mean it still is a division game. Have you seen Tommy DeVito play? No, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I don't watch when Guys like the guys like that have to at least make the sports center, you know, highlight real. And I saw the highlights of that game, and there's no reason for me to watch the Giants. They're I think they they really overachieved last year by making the playoffs. They did. Um, you know, Dab Brian Dabble, one of the best, you know, offensive coordinators, play callers in the league. Um, he kind of elevated the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen's game. Obviously, it's a player's league. Josh Allen's still, you know, an MVP candidate every year. Not saying that he made Josh Allen, but Brian Dabble's a good coach. He's got to get his guys in there. Daniel Jones is out for the year. If I'm the Giants, I'm packing it in. I'm tanking for the best possible draft pick. You know, maybe even consider drafting a quarterback because maybe Daniel Jones is not the answer. He's not the answer. The line, the offensive line is an issue. We thought that was going to be good for them. Evan, Evan Neal out of Alabama at tackle has Sucks. not has not been good for them, which is actually really surprising. Yeah, fraud. Andrew Thomas has been hurt. So the Giants have a decent defense. Um, so with that being said, them having a decent defense, I'm not going to pick them to cover, but I could see maybe a backdoor touchdown or field goal at the end for the Giants. There's no chance. For them covering that no chance. 17 and a half point number. Well, there's no chance. Their offense sucked with first game of the year they lost by 40 points with Daniel Jones at home too. They're going to lose this game by 40 50 points. I mean, it it's coming. The Cowboys, this is what they do to bad teams. They route them. They yeah. route bad teams, especially at home. I mean, this is going to be ugly. Yeah, and the offense looks good for the Cowboys lately. CeeDee Lamb's putting up incredible numbers. Yep. So, obviously, I got the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. Commanders at Seahawks. Commanders took my money last week. I bet the Patriots. I don't know why. Shame on me for taking uh, Bill Belichick and Mac Jones in any game. That's my fault. I take 100% of responsibility on that one. Um, Sam Howell, he looked competent, looked like a good quarterback against Bill Belichick. Uh, Seattle's coming off getting their ass blown out by the Ravens last week. Yep. The spread is six, hasn't moved. Give me your thoughts on this game. What do you see happening? I think it's very difficult to travel across the country and win football games in the NFL. So with that being said, give me Seattle at home. Um, Ron Rivera was a good coach with Cam Newton. It's a quarterback's league. He had the MVP. They went to the Super Bowl and lost. He's an, a very old-school coach. I know we brought in Eric Bieniemy to call the plays for them from Kansas City. I think he ends up taking over the head coaching job. Ron Rivera's not in the best health. Um, so I think that was a good move for Washington. But Sam Howell, I mean, we talk about Sam Howell. He's, he's not a scrub. He's not bad. He's not bad. I he's, mean, he's not good, but he's not, like, bad. Yeah, he's not, like you know, going to lose you a game because he's that bad. He's like, to me, he's like Baker Mayfield. It's the same thing. Yep. To, to me, it's the same thing, honestly. Which, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not, like, great. 
Like, you're not going to win the Super Bowl with him, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the commanders have a decent line, offensive line. They just traded away Chase Young. Yeah. And Josh Sweat. Yeah. Montez Sweat, maybe. Um, but, you know, you, you trade away your two best players on defense. That's obviously going to hurt you. I don't care who you are. Then you're going to Seattle to play to play a decent team. I know they just got blown out, but give me, give me Seattle. Seattle's going to win by at least... 10. I'd, I'd maybe even do an alternate line. See, you see, this, I can see a backdoor in this game. <clears throat> I could see a backdoor. I think Seattle's going to win the game, but I don't feel comfortable with that spread. I watched the Commanders last week. <clears throat> They're competent, right? They're not like Patriots level incompetent. So they're. They don't beat themselves. They're, yeah, they're, they're decent. I mean, they have good weapons on the outside McLaurin, Dodson, Logan Thomas. Brian Robinson at running back. Yeah, I mean, Gibson. I mean, they, they have good pieces on offense, like good team on offense. Defense, I mean, just traded it's away not their bad. Defense. I mean, their defense is not bad. So Chase Young hasn't been really playing that well anyway. But I could see a backdoor in this game, which is why I wouldn't bet the line. I would just bet Seattle to money line. To money line, yeah. Yep. All right, Sunday night football, Jets at Raiders. Toilet bowl. Somehow the Raiders are four and five and the Jets are four and four. The line opened up one and a half in favor of the Jets and is now one. So more money's coming in on the Raiders. What are your thoughts? I think this this game needs to be flexed out of Sunday night football. <coughs> Sunday night football to me should always be the best game on the slate that week. Mm-hmm. Um so I wish they would flex this this game out. I, I don't want to watch Zach Wilson play. For 60 minutes. I don't want to watch. You don't want to watch Zach Wilson play Aiden O'Connell? No. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Um, Raiders fired their coach. He didn't look bad, though. Aiden O'Connell last week didn't look bad. Yeah. I mean, the the interim coach, I think it's Antonio Pierce, you know, played for the New York Giants, won Super Bowls with them. He's a player's coach. They were playing hard for him. I don't see them beating the Jets. Um, I like the Jets in this game. You know, stout. Stout defense, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Garrett Wilson. Give me the Jets. I'm not, I know Zach Wilson. He's off. He's bad. Yep. But I always say, like I always say on Twitter, is like Aaron Rodgers didn't last two quarters behind this offensive line. Zach Wilson's running for his life back there. Yeah. I, I The offensive line is a problem. It's, it's really bad. Yeah. it's It's way worse than people think. Like, I'll say it again, Aaron Rodgers didn't last a game behind that offensive line. Yep. They couldn't protect him. Yeah, Makai Becton's one of the worst-rated tackles in the league. Their right tackle's out. I mean, all their linemen have low grades, so they all suck. And it's—I feel—well, no, I don't feel bad for the Jets fans because I don't like the Jets, but they spent a lot of money on this offensive line. Like, Becton was a a high draft pick. And they're bad. Yeah. Lakin Tomlinson, they paid him. Elijah Vera Tucker was a high— you know, draft pick, and they still can't protect the quarterback. But. And they're going up against Max Crosby in the uh, conversation for a defensive MVP this year, having a really good season. Yeah, Max Crosby's an absolute stud, man. He's got an insane motor. But I, I think the Jets are a better all-around team. Um, I don't think Sauce Gardner is going to lock down Devontae Adams, but just give me the Jets. They're a better team. I mean, Aiden O'Connell's throwing him the football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think you almost have to pick the Jets, right? Who the fuck is picking the the Raiders to beat the Jets? 
You I know? don't know. The the Raiders are in Vegas, so they I could see Vegas pulling some some Vegas magic over there. I don't know. I mean, they did beat the Patriots, right? And then the Patriots beat the Jets. But I know that's not how it works, but mm-hmm. I can see why it's close. I mean, both these teams suck, but the Jets defense should win this game. Like it's the best unit on the field by far. Yep. Like CJ Mosley. And Quinnen Williams, or the other Williams that plays linebacker, Quincy. Yep. Fifth graded outside linebacker, mostly third graded middle linebacker, and then the D tackle is the third graded D tackle. The defense is like crazy, right? So DJ Reed right now is the number one rated corner on PFF, and Sauce Gardner is the number seventh rated corner. It's insane. So just their defense alone should win this game. Like it's elite, right? But... On the other hand, you don't know what you're going to get from Zach Wilson. Max Crosby could just ruin the game for Zach Wilson. Yeah, and so could Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Because Zach Wilson already sucks. And then when you pair him behind the worst offensive line, I mean, it's like, yeah, how are they going to score? <laughs> but, man, think about what's happened to the Raiders in, like, the past three years. They bring in this guy, Mike Mayock, to be the general manager. From This guy was working for NFL Network before he was the general manager for them. <clears throat> he hires John Cruden. He drafts Henry Ruggs. Oh, terrible luck. Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. (laughs) He drafts drafts horrible luck. Alex Leatherwood from Alabama, the tackle. That was just a bad pick. He gets cut. They draft the corner from Fort Lauderdale. He went to Ohio State. I think it's Damon Arnett. He gets arrested. He gets cut. And now they, they pay Josh McDaniels from New England, the play caller, like $50 million. He doesn't even last like two years he's gone but that's more evidence of why bill belichick just fucking sucks bro yeah uh, every single coach that comes out of that tree sucks they're right. all garbage they all get fired in like two or three years and they end up going back to and bill they end belichick. up going back but the problem is tom brady's not there anymore so yeah. now bill belichick sucks right so i mean that just proves my bill belichick argument even more so the raiders man that team is like cursed right now the owner mark davis has spent like a hundred million dollars on coaching and still doesn't have a coach. So I But that's how bad that is how bad Bill Belichick is. He lost to Josh McDaniels. That's how bad he is. Yep. So I if I was if I was craft, I would have fired him. Honestly. I would have fired him already. Fraud. I Biggest hope- fraud in the NFL, Bill Belichick. Not even close. I hope they don't fire him. Hope he stays there so the Dolphins can win the division this year. No, like Robert Kraft's pissed. He wants change. So they need to flex that game. <clears throat> NFL flex flex this game out of the yeah. That's a, night. that's a terrible game. All right, Monday Night Football: Broncos at Bills. The Bills. The line opened seven and a half. Oh my god! Now it's at seven in favor of Buffalo. I don't know why. I'm taking the Broncos to cover the number. But I got the Bills squeaking this out, like, barely. Because the Bills look like shit right now. Yep. They look terrible. And meanwhile, the Broncos, they just beat the Chiefs, right? And the Packers. So they're on a two-game winning streak. You know, they handled the Chiefs 24-9. to um, Russell Wilson's been playing good. He hasn't been, like, playing amazing, but he hasn't been playing bad. He's been playing good. I feel like so. I don't know. 
to me, the Bills look like shit. They look terrible. Ever since that Dolphins game, they have not looked the same yep. at all. That's because all their players got hurt in that game. Yeah, Matt Milano, Milano was a and, huge loss. But I'm going to go with, with Buffalo squeaking out like a one or two point win, but the Broncos covering. That's how I see this game. Yeah. I, I obviously got Buffalo winning. I think they're going to cover the number. I think they're going to slaughter the Broncos. I think Josh Allen's going to have a really good game. Wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, but Gabe why? Davis. What's the evidence? They look horrible. I mean, this they do look horrible, but they're playing the Broncos. The Dolphins put up seventy points on the Broncos. That's my logic. Yeah, but they've turned it around. They they beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs only scored nine points on them. Yeah, I mean that's a division <clears throat> game. It was in Denver. This is in Buffalo in prime time. I just don't see how the but, Denver. But Broncos look, stay close. look how bad this is. How bad the Bills have been playing, right? So this is ever since the Dolphin game, right? They play the Jaguars in London. They lose, right? It's a good team. Then they play the Giants at home with the backup quarterback and win by five points. Yep. And the Giants should have won that game while they're dropped in the end zone. Last play of the game. Yep. So they could have lost to arguably the worst team in the NFL. Then they lose to the Patriots. Right. In Foxborough, the worst team in the NFL. So they played two shitty ass teams and probably they could have lost to the Giants. I mean, they're right there. Then they play Tampa, a garbage team, and they and they win by five at the at the gun again. And then they play the Bengals last week and they're getting killed that entire game. This team hasn't played good football in a month and a half. Yep. And Honestly, they could have lost all five of those games. They went two and three in that stretch, and they could have been 0-5. And, and they lost to the worst coach in the NFL and worst quarterback, Bill Belichick. I wish they would have went 0-5. <clears throat> the, uh, the Broncos are covering this game. The Bills suck. They're, they're horrible. They're not good. Yeah, they're struggling. I'm not going to write the Bills off yet. I mean, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. I think they were the Super Bowl favorites at the start of the year again, right? Probably. They were. They were up there. Bro, Mac Jones, Mac Jones scored 30 points on this team. Yep. This team's not good at all. Yeah, the defense has suffered a lot of injuries. Tredavious White. They're not going to slaughter the Broncos. I mean, they slaughtered the Dolphins. If they slaughtered the Dolphins, they Yeah, but that was six weeks ago. Look at, look at what I just presented to you. Evidence. Yeah. The Giants are worse than the Broncos. To me, the Bucks are worse than the Broncos. And the Patriots are worse than the Broncos. I don't know. I mean, the Broncos just beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Killed the Chiefs. That I mean, yeah, that's a division game for them at home. I don't I I don't see I mean, Russell Wilson maybe goes into Buffalo and throws a couple touchdowns, 14, 17 points. But I I don't know. I could see Josh Allen, you know, just doing what Josh Allen does from time to time and just putting up 31, 35 38 points, maybe. You know, they still have a high-powered offense with Josh Allen. I don't know. I, they have Their offense hasn't been playing high-powered. Like, when I look at this... Here, let's see. Josh Allen put up 18 points last week. Not good enough. 24 versus the Bucks. I mean, CJ Stroud just put up, like, 38, so that doesn't really look good. 25 versus the Patriots. Sam Howell just put up like 24. 
scored 14 points against the Giants. That, oh yeah, I mean, any given Sunday, that was a bad game, but. I don't know. They don't, they don't look good to me, honestly. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad the Bills. They lost to the Jets. Like, this team is not good. <laughs> this is the Dolphins year, man. The Bills have, I mean, we called it that we said the Bills were going to regress this year. The issue was the Jets, and now Aaron Rodgers is out, and the Patriots suck. Yeah. So, I mean, the Dolphins are going to win the division this year and possibly not even have to play their starters against the Bills the last game of the season. Yeah. So it's exciting for, you know, as a Dolphins fan, man, we've, we actually have a chance to yeah, host. Yeah, but they can't beat a good team, man. Like, Yeah, I mean, those we lost road games good team you know we lost to good teams on the road yeah but if the dolphins are that team they would at least win one of those yeah games. and you can't even really call the london game a road game because it's a road game for the other team too yeah that was just that was on the offense i'm 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 more impressed with the defense now i that makes me feel a lot better but that eagles game i mean to me honestly the refs threw that game for the yeah eagles. the refs were crazy in that game. Like I watched I watched that game, I almost turned it off because I was so <laughs> so mad at the refs. Yeah, the refs the refs really screwed the Dolphins in that one. Yeah. But it's our year. They're gonna the Dolphins are gonna win the division. They're gonna get to host a playoff game in Miami. When was the last time they ever did that? Yeah, that's true. So we might have to go go shoot a pot out there. Might have to. Alrighty. That is it for the NFL. Any final thoughts this week? This week, just I'll reiterate it. Flex that that Sunday night game out of there. Let's go with our let's go with our locks of the week. Let's make a parlay right now. So, I really like the Bengals to beat the Texans. Yep, that's six a lot. and a half. So we agree on that one. 49ers, Jags, nah. Saints, Vikings, nah. Steelers, three and a half. I like I like the Steelers to win by four. I don't love that, but. You were just it's, shitting on Jordan Love. Hey, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the Packers are Steelers are at home. I so like it. We got the I'll Steelers? Okay. I'll buy in only because they're at home. If they're on the road... Yeah, no, forget it. Forget the Steelers. They, but. they beat the, the Titans by four last week. Are the Titans better than the Packers? To me, they are. Yeah, they are. Titans got some pretty good wins. And then... I'm at Cowboys money line. Feel like that's too easy. Cowboys money line, and I will go Seahawks money line. Those are the only ones I feel comfortable with. Yep. All right, so that's, that's a four teamer right there. And then take the over on what? What was the game we said to take the over on? Oh, the the Bucks and the Titans at thirty nine. Yep. The over. Okay. So there's your parlay. So we're gonna put that five team parlay in. Yep. So Steelers money or Steelers spread, Bengals spread, the over on the Bucks and Titans game. Let me see what PFF has that at. Do they like the over in that game? So the over is close. They do like the over. Okay. Yep. So we'll take the over in that one. Seahawks money line. Seahawks money line because PFF likes the commanders to cover. So we'll go Seahawks money line and then Cowboys 
I mean, I don't even care if we pick the spread in that game. <laughs> yeah, do the spread. No, eh, money line. Just to be safe. All right. You never know. Dak Prescott could have one of those five interceptions. Four or games. five yeah, interceptions. Yeah, you never know. Next thing you know, the... But the Cowboys beat shitty teams. That That's what they do. That's like what the Dolphins... The Dolphins have Cowboys syndrome. It's what the Dolphins do now. They beat the shitty teams at home. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like the Cowboys are going to... They're going to rout. PFF still likes the Cowboys at minus 17. Yeah. It's minus 110 at minus 17 points. Insane. That's insane, bro. Holy shit. Definitely not watching that one either. 39 the over? No, that was Tampa. No, no, no. I'm saying in this game, it's 39. Would you take the over in that? Mm-mm. No? Nope. You don't think the Cowboys can get 39 by themselves? No, they can, but they won't. I could see like 28, 28 to 3. I know everybody likes... uh. Tony Pollard and DraftKings. What if Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb is like the stack? Dak Prescott throws like four touchdowns to CeeDee Lamb. I mean, that's what CeeDee Lamb has been exploding. He's on my fantasy team. He's a good pick. My first Mike Bijan pick looks like shit, honestly. Yeah. And I was going to take him over McCaffrey, too. I'm glad I did it. Oof. That that's that was a pretty good first two picks. CeeDee Lamb and McCaffrey. McCaffrey. That's pretty good. That's why I'm in first place. Mike Bijan and Garrett Wilson is a... That's rough. Pretty t- well, you <laughs> thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be throwing the. Yeah, and I Jared thought they Wilson. were going to give the ball to Bijan more than 10 times a game. Fuckers. Yeah. Idiots. But, all right, that'll do it for us. We will see you next time on episode 30. Take care, guys. Later, guys. We ain't worried about a hater, baby. We just build and grow. The Joe and Joey show. Football, b-ball fights. Pick a topic like a beeb on his front. Yeah, they tried, but couldn't stop us. Watch us. Yeah, we rocking. Hot as Puerto Rico. We the wave. Go on and place your bets. Check the over, under. We the phase. Yeah. It's no debate. We the greatest, but we debating. Your favorite's greater. Raise the points of discussion. Then we push it. Feeling like Michael Jordan with the Bulls Feeling like I'm about to raise KG with the Timberwolves I'm getting pulled in all kinds of directions To the game, yeah, you know that that's the best one So just watch or just listen to the guys Tune in to the show, Joe and Joey on the ride So just watch or just listen to the guys Tune in to the show, Joe and Joey on the ride